I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to this very special bonus episode of Real Life Ghost Stories. And in this episode, I am joined by Joe from the Lakewood Theatre and Kelly and Michelle from Sinister Coffee and Creamery. And if you're thinking, hang on a second, this all sounds a little bit familiar. Well, mini episode 251, which was entitled The Lakewood Theatre, is all about the experience of Sinister Coffee and Creamery in the Lakewood Theatre. Because here's the thing. Sinister Coffee and Creamery are a women-owned LGBTQ plus small business who specialise in coffee, ice cream and ghosts. Because what more could you want in life? And when I read the Lakewood Theatre mini episode story, I thought, huh, that's pretty near where I'm going to be in a couple of weeks. So I reached out to them and I said, hey, I'm coming to Portland. Can I come and visit? Let's have a chat. And they very kindly invited me in for a chat and I had such a good time. The links to where you can find Sinister Coffee and Creamery and the Lakewood Theatre will obviously be in the description of this video. And just to say, this video was recorded on mobile microphones in a pretty big space. So the audio was fine, but it's just not the audio that you will be used to hearing on the podcast. But it is perfectly listenable. I would highly recommend that you go and check out Sinister Coffee and Creamery. They do bean deliveries and their coffee is absolutely fantastic and their ice cream is fantastic. Also, if you are in the Portland area, I would strongly recommend that you check out the Lakewood Theatre. It is on Lake Oswego and I am very passionate about theatre and especially community theatre and it's a really wicked little space and I would highly recommend checking it out. So I hope you enjoy today's bonus episode and thank you again to joe and kelly and michelle for being such wonderful sports and inviting me in and having a chat with me about all things spooky i am here in lake oswego i got it right i did it right it's the first time i've ever got it right Woo! but i'm not alone in the studio today the studio which is actually in fact the lobby of a theater so i'm going to ask you guys to introduce yourselves who you are why you're here not in an existential crisis kind of way then I got nothing to say. Oh, okay. Well, you can have a crisis if you want. Let's go for it. <laughs> uh, hello, I am Joe. I am the marketing director here, or coordinator, excuse me, um, here at Lakewood Theatre, and I help promote the shows, and I do the layout for our programs, and I come up with fun ways of getting the word out about the theatre and the shows that we, we put on. I'm Michelle, and I'm with Sinister Coffee and Creamery, and we were brought in to do some paranormal investigations here. At the theater. I'm Kelly. <clears throat> I'm a third of Sinister Coffee and Creamery because we're going to include James too. And we do coffee, ice cream, ghosts. Which 
like we said earlier, the most important things in life. Coffee, yeah. <laughs> ice cream, and ghosts. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we and we need the coffee to stay up to do the ghost. Yeah. And the ice cream for afterwards <laughs> yes, when you're exactly. really upset about all the horrible things that you've experienced. Exactly. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> um, and I ended up here, how? Well, so this is December-ish, and we were wrapping up our holiday show Elf, which was a massive crowd pleaser and we had a really great turnout for Elf and we were thinking well how do we continue that momentum into our next show which was going to be The Ghost of David Belasco which is a an original play written by one of our local playwrights and it's based on a real life individual who had a studio out in New York City where he still supposedly haunts the area and so they wrote a, a, a play about that and we thought, okay, great. So what do we do for this and get get interest going? And I had a discussion with uh, Natalie, who's one of my coworkers, and she says, well, do you know about the Oregon Ghost Council? And I said, no. And she says, it's a it's a nice hub where a lot of people who do paranormal investigations, they congregate, they do, they do conventions, and they do all kinds of things. Maybe we should see if maybe we have some activity going on over here. I said, great. I hoof it back to my computer. And I looked it up, and I'm scrolling through all the people, and there I see Sinister Coffee, and I said, these are my people right here. <laughs> Which we just learned this yesterday. We were yeah. like, how did you find this? It was, <laughs> it was my lizard brain said, oh, they make coffee? I'm in. <laughs> and so I gave them a call, and I, said if, I asked them if they were interested, and they said absolutely. And I felt like it was a pretty good conversation. I thought, yeah, I think these are the right people for sure. And uh, they came out not too long after that to do a, just a basic tour. And again, that was we were talking about this earlier. I was watching these guys mostly, and they were just looking around, going, "There's so much potential." <laughs> and take it away. Yeah, and then we well, you had talked to us when we got here about your podcast, That's and true. said, "You know, I, I, are you okay if we send whatever we get, like two? <laughs> this podcaster we're like absolutely so which crazy weird that you just happened yeah. that to... was yeah very very weird so i got the story read the story on the podcast and i was like where is this place and I, like i don't google everywhere that people send me because you know i'm just gonna say america's a big place there's lots of places that i don't know but i ended up googling this place i think it was because i was trying to figure out how to pronounce it properly oh. and i realized Oh, it's really near Portland. Oh, I'm going to Portland next week. How bizarre. So then I reached out and was like, I'm, I, I'd like to come in and have a chat with you guys and do a little bonus episode for the podcast. And that's how I ended up here. It was all very serendipitous and strange. Really. It was because you, you uh, wrote me in the middle of the night. I was working on something else and I remember getting your, uh, your email and I said, I just read your episode. Oh, that's cool. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be there. <laughs> panic mode and I think I called you immediately yeah. was that it? yeah you were and like I called, I called Robin who is the one who introduced me to your podcast in the first place Robin is, Robin is my partner and she's awesome by the way <laughs> good uh, plug yeah. no I know it's, well it's true uh, no she no she she's the one who came up with the idea you gotta tell Emma about this uh, she'd be all over it and I said that's a great idea and well we didn't know how good of an idea it was I told her Emma's gonna be here she goes what? That's awesome, <laughs> and, and so she got really excited, and everybody everybody's really excited just because it's a it's a great way of just connecting with people, really. Yeah, yeah, and I think like theater is obviously if you know people have been listening for a long time, they know that theater is really important to me. 
And I just think it's so important to think of new and exciting ways to promote theatre and get like new people involved and people who maybe wouldn't ordinarily come to a theatre to be like, oh, they do, they've done a ghost hunt and it might be a little bit haunted and get new people in. I think it's really, it's really exciting and it's a really good way to do it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna veer slightly before we come back to theatre and sinister, spooky paranormal investigations. A very important question: What is your favourite scary movie? Joe, we're gonna start with you. Define scary movie. Well, it depends on what you think is a scary <laughs> well, movie. Well, because there's different categories. And the one that legit freaked me out probably was Exorcist. Mm. However, my favorite movie ever, ever is Jaws. Oh, yeah. That's um, that's a horror. Yeah. But I also got to send a shout out to The Vampire Lovers, which is an old hammer flick. I just want to put that out there, too. Okay. So I am a huge... Scary movie fan. I had to, it took me a few years to get Kelly into it. <clears throat> Halloween was always like the top, but I am a huge Scream fan. I am, I, I was a little off on the fourth and I'm like, oh, was the fifth necessary? But you know, we just watched the new one and I, I have to say it was actually right? really well done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really good. The fifth one, I was like, Meh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, it was fine. But yeah. it wasn't that great. Sixth one, loved it. Yeah. I thought it was really good, yeah. really entertaining. Yeah, no, I thought it, I, yeah, we were impressed. I was like, all right, this, they did good. They did good about it. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes they need to just stop. And you're yeah. Like, <laughs> Give it up. Yeah. We, we, we're done with this. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> but we quote Scream all oh, the time. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> That's me. Well, I'm going to just claim the first, the trilogy, the original trilogy for Scream as my favorites. Because I feel like each one is just individually different and good as a set. And they were really genre-defining, like, at the time. They were just so important. They were such important horror films. Yeah. yeah. Not Ring, huh? <laughs> Solid no, because you fell asleep. Yes. The and reason she doesn't like, or didn't like scary movies. Yeah. I fell Who asleep that? during her watching one. We were just dating at the time. Who does that? And you fell asleep during the rain. I yeah. did. What are you, a psychopath? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like. that film was terrifying when it, when it came out. That was so scary. Desensitized. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Well. So... Sinister Coffee, you guys are paranormal investigators in your spare time. You obviously do coffee, ice cream, and ghosts. It's very important. And what is the most terrifying thing that you guys have investigated? Gosh, terrifying things that we've investigated. Probably or are... maybe even the, the thing that stuck with you the most. I think a house we lived in. We didn't investigate it, but that would probably be my scariest experience and at that time we weren't doing investigations it was many many years ago and we were like searching to try to find somebody to help us and we mm. couldn't and so we're like well we're gonna do this ourselves <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I would think I think because we were there you know we were living it it was every day we'd like get up and all of our cupboard doors would be wide open our music box that was like on the top shelf that nobody could reach would just start playing that needed to be wound I mean it was like this old music box and you know our dog our poor dog was yeah. terrified would bark at like nothing and there was like this like corner and she ceiling. would shake and she yeah, was a, a pit bull and so she was like a good sized dog but she was like yeah she was scarred for the rest of her life <laughs> from that so I think that that would probably be 
the scariest. All the other places it's, we investigate, we can leave. It's weird. I feel like we got to explain that, too, because when we left that house, literally we left that house, we're like, okay, great, life is good, this new place is no longer, it was in the past. And then we started Sinister probably, what, three years later? Four years? I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, it was at the ghost conference that somebody like brought it back to like, how did you get started in this? And like, we hadn't even really talked about that house or really even thought about it since we left. Until a medium. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, this is why. Just to say, if you can hear children in the background, they're not ghost children. They're real live children. (laughs) I I promise. They're just passing through. They weren't supposed to do that for another hour. (laughs) So yeah, interesting tidbit about how how we started. Yeah, we had a a medium come up to us at the ghost conference and and he was like kind of following me and I thought I was in his way. So I was just like walking around and, and he was like behind me. And, and so I like tried to move out of his way, but he kind of like moved with me. And it's just like, I have to tell you, it, I, this is going to sound weird, but I'm just going to say it. I am so glad that you guys moved out of that house. And at this point, we had not even discussed the house, like even with each other, like since we moved. We were Literally. like, oh, that's done. Yeah. That's not part and of our life years. is over. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, sorry, what? <laughs> and he's like, you know, it, it's... I'm really glad that you moved because the gentleman that was there did not approve of your relationship influencing Kelly and he didn't use her name. He actually just said your wife was influencing your wife and was whispering to your son at night. And again, this guy had no idea who we were. We had, this was our first year at ghost conference. Nobody knew us. We were like just newbies, like walking around, like all (laughs) selling coffee and happy. And, and he's like, Oh, I also, I think I need to tell you that I'm a cop. Like, this is going to be important to you. And which my dad was a Portland police officer and my mom was an armed officer. So it was it like, there's this instant trust I think yeah. that I have. So I let like kind of that guard down. I'm like, oh, he's not just this crazy guy following me. Like, yeah. And I, I like, I went back. He's like, I really, I need to meet your wife. And at the time I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And we kept going back. And every time like he would come over, Kelly was gone. Or I would send Kelly over to his booth and he was gone. <laughs> and so finally at the very end of the thing, he came and like got to meet her and realized later that he was actually just making sure she didn't have an attachment. Wow. Um, so he wanted to meet her because he wanted to check basically yeah. and be like, are you okay? Yeah. So that was... <clears throat> I haven't seen that guy since either. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, then the pandemic happened. Yeah. And hey. Like, yeah. So. And did your son, so during that time in that house, did your son ever talk about stuff that was going on? Like, was he aware of, like, did he talk about, you know, I, I'm hearing whispers at night time or whatever? He talked about, there was a, a area in his room he did not like. And it was like this corner. And he said that it was dark in that corner and he didn't like it he also had experiences with things like getting big and small like his eyes couldn't focus on things and we like, like took a dream him, or something yeah we took him like to yeah. the eye doctor we took him to a neurologist you know all of these things mm. to make sure and they, they were like no nothing nothing since we moved that has never happened again but he doesn't remember it you know like yeah anything that he saw the only thing he remembers is like the music box playing or coming out and he'd be like all the all the cupboards are open again <laughs> or like which 
that kitchen had an like an unusual amount of cupboards. Like, yeah. like it's ridiculous. It's like, why are there so many cupboards? Ghost in here? Yeah, I would say. It's like such a weird. But yeah, he he would just you know, oh, the keys are missing, and that was the other thing. We were, like we would set, we had a bowl, and we would set our keys on there. We come to leave, the keys gone. And yeah. We would search everywhere, and then they were back. And he's like, oh, the keys are back. Like, you know, it's like- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. So that was, but again, like I think the fact that we couldn't leave, it wasn't just, I mean, we've had scary experiences investigating where we all have like, you know, gotten things that we've like shut down investigations and left. We're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds good. We're, we're going to leave now. But the fact that we couldn't leave that mm-hmm. location, that was our home. I mean, yeah, it's very um, personal. Yeah. So, and it felt personal. That's what I was going to say. It feel, when you're, you know, when you come to even here, come mm-hmm. to the theater, you, you leave at the end and yeah. you go, wow, that was weird. Yeah. And that's it. Whereas if it's something in your home, that is your home. That is your safe space. What's well, meant to be your safe space. And it does feel really personal. Yeah. And that makes it so much harder, I think, for people. Because it's not as easy to just go, well, let's just move house then. Because <laughs> it doesn't always work like that. Yeah. And that was it. We were, like, in the process of buying that house. And we're like, oh, I don't think we can, I don't think we can live here. Like, I, think we, I think we need to find somewhere else. And wow. So, yeah. So we did. And we have investigated our house now. And it's clean. And there's... <laughs> Yeah. And there's an appropriate number of cupboards in the kitchen. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's the main thing. Oh my gosh. So what about when you guys investigated here, when you investigated the theatre, what was that like and what happened? Did anything come up? So the first time we investigated, we were here with Natalie and we were actually in the foyer area here and we kept hearing a noise, which like we were hearing it with our own ears and um, later when we did a playback, we realized that we actually caught like what was like knocking down by the preschool area. And we also caught an orb that we all saw like in real time, um, but only one of our cameras actually caught. So that also kind of went down again across from the preschool. I don't know if you remember, there's that thrift store. And that's actually where we realized some of the energy was coming from because and that is it's an estate like I think people bring their estate stuff there and so I'm sure there's like just tons of energy we then moved into the theater where we did an SD method which is using a spirit box it's a sensory deprivation so 
our son was blindfolded, he had canceling headphones on, and was just saying whatever he heard coming through, and then we were asking questions. We got some pretty intelligent responses, but the one thing that came through like over and over again was look up, which we found out later, her name, Kendra, Kendra. one of the staff here also had experienced that same thing in that same corner, it's stage left. She said that she's just experienced like the hearing and knowing that she needed to like look up. Nothing bad, but just like a, somebody there. And she always felt like it was an old director that passed away that she had worked with that was like always there for opening night. And our psychics that came through yesterday actually picked up on him as well and said, I'm getting a gentleman on this corner. And, and they came in blind. They didn't know really anything about the place, about what we had experienced. We decided not to tell them. They were like, I don't want to know anything. <laughs> so yeah, they, they also picked up on him. That was like the, the most activity up here. Downstairs, we did get some responses. I think you actually said you played Yes. Uh, on, yeah. On the podcast. On yeah. the podcast. So we got that. We also did another SD method with a REM pod at that time with myself. And we ended up getting intelligent responses, both with the REM pod and what I was hearing. And then it said behind you, Michelle, and we ended. I was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't some abrupt ending. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that it was scary. It was I think it threw me off because I, I didn't I was you know when you're in that position you're just literally saying what you're hearing. So if you're like it's like listening to a radio. So you're listening to the radio, you're just like repeating what you're hearing, like these words. And so it was like such a clear like fluent sense that I was like oh and it just it literally threw me off and I think it threw Natalie off too and she was like okay yeah we're done and like she's like somebody's gonna walk around and lock stuff up with me right you know so we we went and did, locked everything up and I'm sure it's coincidental that she hasn't done investigations <laughs> with us since right she's sure absolutely <laughs> she's next yeah <laughs> So that was, that was pretty insane. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't like it was, you know, I didn't think, that, oh gosh, this demonic energy is like, <laughs> but it was, it was very startling because again, it, it, it just reiterates like that they are aware of who you are. Or, like, and you're you, Yeah. Like, that's, that's the bit that would make me go, yeah, now we're leaving. Yeah. Well, I'm good with this. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's it. It's like, I have had, we've done lots of things. We've had EVPs, we've had spirit box we've had lots of things come through but i think it was the fact that they like said my name and i actually like said it as they said it like it i think it just startled me and i so it's like i was like oh i think we're good i'm good like it's time to go ready like i think you're allowed to be startled for yeah. that one <laughs> yeah. i think so has has knowing the outcome of these paranormal investigations changed your attitude to the building do you feel different when you're at work i wouldn't say different i'm just more aware of things of hearing what they've said and then having it corroborated by somebody who didn't know about this but they said the same thing and yesterday was a pretty big eye-opener because they were repeating a lot of what you guys have already told me without any prior knowledge so i wouldn't say it would i mean i still go everywhere without any trepidation or anything like that but i think i'm more aware of 
there might be somebody here mm-hmm. or you know, just, just don't don't be a jerk just yeah. be just be really respectful of the space do what you gotta do get out I think that's probably good ghost advice anyway just just you know as a living person don't just don't be a jerk yeah, yeah. and, and there's no real animosity or anything like that I don't feel any threat or anything like that because I know that there are some people who in a rooms or something they get a really bad feeling I, I don't I just feel like they just I think they just, just want to be here and watch the shows that's my overall impression yeah that's fair enough so what would be your dream show to have in the theatre very important question now you guys answer first I'm going to find out what that beeping was <laughs> I want them to do Clue. <laughs> I don't know that they've ever done Clue. But I would we haven't, have. but I've been on it. Oh, nice. So, yeah, Clue. I would like Clue. Oh, well, we missed Elf, so I'd like you to do Elf again. <laughs> Could you read that? Holiday in this year's. Yeah, Clue's a good one. Yeah. yeah. We actually saw a high school version of that not too long ago. It was a lot of fun. We went to just a local theater, and this guy had done Sherlock Holmes, and then he like created his own little theater production, and they did Clue, and a friend of ours was in it, and we went and saw it. It was so well done, and it was the first time I had ever seen it done as a play, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, I highly recommend that. Well, I don't, I mean, that's a good choice. I'd, I'd probably say the same. So in this case, I will put in, and Robin's not here to voice her opinion, but she's going to say cats. Oh, really? I have very strong she feelings about cats. cats. Oh, interesting. Ooh, that's an interesting <laughs> one. So to flip it then, dream paranormal investigation venue. Mm. Oh, I think I would really love to investigate the Winchester Mansion. Oh, wow. So I have done a tour there, but friends of ours who are also paranormal investigators were telling us at the ghost conference that they, their team went through and did an investigation, a full investigation there, and that it, it was just, yeah, amazing. And yeah, so that would be my, my dream. I don't think that's Kelly's. I think it scares her. <laughs> That is a weird... I mean... I would do it. Yes. I'm going to pick any haunted castle. Anywhere. Yeah, just anywhere. I mean, we have... There are some here, but I I mean, I would probably want Europe. Oh. Yeah, we have some great haunted castles Mm -hmm. in Ireland and in England. Um, I spent the night in Lep Castle. Have you ever heard of Lep Castle? It's... It's supposed to be like one of the most haunted castles in the world and it, it, it's it been on all, like all of the ghost hunting shows look it up if you get the chance it is it's a very interesting place and I spent the night there and it's freaky shit like <laughs> <laughs> it's also quite a scary place so nice. definitely yes yeah. yeah anything over there though I mean the it's so old there's so much history yeah. and we really love like the history of of the places that we go that's a really big thing like finding out the history we try to not really do that beforehand but like after just mm. like really looking into it and um yeah it's amazing yeah because i it's one of the things that i always find really strange about here is that everything is so comparatively new you know when, when people say oh it was a really old building it was built in you know 1850 i'm like <laughs> it's not very old <laughs> 
it's not very old at all. Like my local pub was built in the 1300s, <laughs> and I, like I've spoken to them about ghost stuff, and they're like, yeah, probably. It's probably haunted, but we whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we're all just gonna be really blasé about it from now on. That's fine. <laughs> so, Joe, what have you? What are you promoting at the moment? What is what is coming up in the theatre? Well, coming up next is going to be a Shakespearean farce called Something Rotten, and it opens April 28th. And it runs through June 11th. And then after that, we have The Marvelous Wonderettes, which is a 1950s kind of a singing girl group kind of a deal. And that will be running July 14th to August 20th. And after that is the uh, everyone's favorite, Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's going to be September 8th through October 15th. And then our big holiday show will be Irving Berlin's Holiday Inn, November 10th through December 17th. If you guys are in the area, come check it out. And we have events and other shows all throughout the year, not just our main stage, but we also have the uh, Festival of Arts that's coming up this summer, which is always great. And we have uh, smaller readings that we do downstairs, and those are always a hit too. And there's there's always something going on. And we're being auctioned off, right? <laughs> you An investigation with us will be part of the auction. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, you can come and investigate with us. We'll do some dinner because we always believe in eating first, never go in on an empty stomach. And (laughs) sometimes then we also eat directly after, but (laughs) we're, yeah, yeah, we'll be doing an investigation with whoever gets that. So So where can people find Sinister Coffee? So we are on the web, sinistercoffeeandcreamery.com. We also are every Saturday, April through October at the Portland Farmer's Market at PSU, which is the Portland State University, downtown Portland. And we are on the corner of Southwest Park in college. We have our ice cream, we have our coffee. Our full menu starts in May. We'll have our nitro, affogados, which are a big, big thing, which if you don't know what that is, it's mm. ice cream with espresso over the top. Our milkshakes, yeah. We'll and uh, and our ghost festival. stories. We have lots of ghost stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be here for the arts festival, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 You're you're, yeah. you're absolutely. <laughs> and do your thing. Absolutely. I've got a final closing question. That I lied. The the scary movie question isn't the most important question. This is the most important question. If you had the chance to prove the existence of one cryptid, any cryptid. What would it be and why? I'm really putting you on the spot with that one because it's a big question. Do you take your time to think about it. <laughs> well, we're in the Pacific Northwest, so... Yeah, so we've got a ton. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I wholeheartedly believe in Bigfoot. I think that we have, I don't know if you've got a chance to look at any of our forests, but like they are vast, <laughs> like they're, they're so huge. And to think that something couldn't just live among those trees is probably not the best idea to think. Uh, uh, cryptids kind of scare me a little bit. <laughs> oh, I love cryptids. They're like my favorite thing to talk about. I could talk about them just forever. I love them. I, I don't know why they kind I'm with of you. freak me out. Bigfoot. I feel like it's silly for us to think that, you know, some variation of a, you know, giant ape doesn't, you know, exist or roam or whatever. <laughs> Fairies. Oh, I, I mean... Supposedly they're, they're real. real. Yeah, yeah. You right? speak to any older Irish person, pff, they're real. So I also, did... 
be careful about what you say because any time I talk about fairies, they ruin my equipment every single time. Oh. It's the oddest thing. Are you sure they're like gremlins? They're all in the same genus, I think. Okay. You know, they're all knock around in the same gene pool. But they, any time I talk about fairies, my equipment ends up failing. So just be careful about what you say. So I had went to a show with Sylvia Brown, who was a very famous medium, and she was talking and she said, you know, you know, I got to Ireland and they were like, oh, the fairies. And she's like, yeah, fairies. Okay, yeah, sure. And she's like, and then there's a goddamn fairy. <laughs> she's like, so she said that going forward and she said, they're the same thing. They're mischievous. They're like... Uh, so maybe it's like the low hanging fruit of it. It's like I I've never been to Ireland, you know. Uh, but it's like a dream, yeah. And then it's like you literally maybe could, mm. yeah. So there and there's a lot of like genuine, very real conversation about you know fairy trees, fairy forts. You don't knock down a fairy fort. You don't you know knock down a fairy tree. Those things are very important, or you'll be cursed for all eternity. Mm-hmm. And those things, you know, most people will be like, "Oh no, I don't believe in fairies," but <laughs> I'd never touch a fairy tree. And then you're like, "Okay, but you, so you sort of do then, you know, what yeah. I mean? because this is a very real thing in your life that you're concerned about." <laughs> What's your cryptid? I think I have to go local here. There's a sea monster in Astoria. Cecil, I believe his name is. And I look every time. (laughs) There's there's a lot of ridges up there. You you spend a lot of time over the water, so while you're there, you might as well take a peek. And I haven't seen it yet, but um, if if I was going to put money on it, there's a sea monster in Astoria. (laughs) I I mean, I firmly believe in the Loch Ness Monster, so I agree. I'm like, no, it's real. It, it's There's a big dinosaur in there somewhere, okay? <laughs> that's, that's what's happened. And the bay up there is big enough to have a have a sea monster, too. So, Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's, it's plausible. So thank you guys so much for having me today. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Have you got any final closing plugs that you would like <laughs> to impart on the listeners? Well, check out Sinister Coffee and Creamer. We have all our blogs on there as well and links to our investigations. Um, yeah, and you'll have to let us know how you like our coffee because we are sending you home with some coffee. Very exciting. I would, of course, yeah. let you know. And again, if you live in the Portland area or you're stopping by, please stop by lakewood-center.org. We have the entire itinerary of everything that we have going on here and there's never a dull moment. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.